How you doing, everybody? This is Mr. Big Mouths, a.k.a. Dante Ente, here in the covert world. I just want to turn around and take a four-second moment of silence. Um, Mr. George Floyd is, Memorial is today, and we just want to have this respect for him. So let's take this moment of silence. All right, let's just turn around and start this with my boy, Matt. Matt, Lord Jesus, it took me 15 years, friend, to get you, and you're finally here. I know, I know. It's crazy. Like I said, um, we, uh, it's, well, first off, let me just say this. I'm very happy to virtually see you because obviously we can't be, we can't be together today. It's okay. um, I'm very happy you're healthy and well. Thank you, That's same. the first thing I want to mention. And I'm really excited. Uh, listen, listen, listen. I'm excited to have you, Matt. Because, Matt, Matt, let me tell you. If we got to tell the people how we met. <laughs> Do they? Wait, wait, wait. Do they really want to know? <laughs> no, uh, that's fuck sorry. that! If you listen to my shit, we do the raw shit. We don't get, we don't give a fuck about that. As long as my, as long as my um person who I'm talking to is comfortable, then we all good. We good. True, true. Well, um, do you want to start, or do you want me to? start? I'll let you start, and then I'll, I'll, I'll ad lib like this is a song. Okay, so from what I remember Mm -hmm. was uh, we were actually at a a bar and it was... um, Ty's Bar. What happened? Ty's Bar. Ty's Bar, yes. We were at Ty's Bar, which is one of my favorite places to go to. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember I was having a conversation with a friend of mine Mm -hmm. and... I know it was me. I was a little tipsy, <laughs> and my friend was beyond tipsy. <laughs> like yes, he was <laughs> one of those uh, one of those guys that when they get a couple of drinks in them, they start going on their feelings. Uh, yeah. So I remember that, and then I remember that um, I had caught you at the corner of my eye, and you were. You weren't like eavesdropping, but you were kind of like, "What's what, what's wrong with this girl?" <laughs> I was like, "What's wrong with this one?" <laughs> yeah, right. No, I was kind of like, I seen you smile, and you were you even waved too mm-hmm. at the corner because I was in like I was towards the end of the bar, mm-hmm. and you were like on, on the corner side, and you were talking to uh, one of the bartenders, Julian, no, which I, love I Julian. absolutely love. Yes. He's everything, um, but yeah, I remember we were having a uh, we were having a deep conversation, me and him. And after he had left, you kind of like sat next to me, and you said to me, "Oh, you know, I don't mean to be disrespectful or anything like that, but you know, I." I like your energy. I like your vibe, you know. And we just started talking, and uh, a talk that we would have, you know 
you know, a normal person, you know, that just needs somebody would have been like maybe five, 10 minutes turned into like two hours, three hours talking back and forth. So it was amazing. <laughs> and that's something that a lot of people don't do mm. out in bars these days is they actually sit down and just hear somebody, even if they don't know them. Mm. And I'm actually really glad I had that conversation with you because I got to see you know, a side of somebody that I've never met before. And it was very, how do you say, um, fluent. It, it, it was, it was, un, um, it, it wasn't hard to have the conversation. Yeah. It wasn't forced. Okay. It was very, you know, it, yes. In points, it was very direct. Mm. Yeah. What I we were talking about. I can't help but to be that way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> said you know what it was very direct but the thing was it felt like it was talking to somebody i knew for years so i had no problem with that cool and 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 and, and that night was interesting because i seen you and you in the bar but i usually it's i can't help but to pay attention to everybody yes. and you just had this like hey hey joanne and and then i seen you listen to your friend's conversation and you was like deep into it and i was like Oh, okay. I said, this looks like it's, it's serious. Like, this is serious. And then when your friend left, I was like, well, I want to go sit down. I hope you don't mind if I go sit down. And then when I sat down, and I was like, but well, he, he seems like a good person. Like, there's something, like, good about him. I'm going to talk to him, and he better not give me no shade, because if he do, I'm going to read him for Phil. And then... <laughs> you know what? I caught that, though. I see that you were, you were a little hesitant. Mm-hmm. But... You stood your ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just, I was like, like you know, I'm on the guard just in case it's the choice of read me. You know, because I, because I, I, listen, I have been at, at that bar once, one, at one time, and everybody's usually cool. But one time I had sat down, and I guess this one person's been there for years, and I sat in their spot, and they didn't come on time, and they got that attitude started, and I turned around. And I read them for filth, and I went back and got my got them a drink right after I read them, and then continued talking. So oh, that, was, that that was nice. You didn't even have to do all that. I ain't have to, but you know, I want that was my that was a part of my shade because I want to be like, and I can buy you a drink too. But <laughs> but, <laughs> but the crazy thing is that we're having this conversation at the right time because the first thing is this is now. We're in the month of Pride. Mm. The conversation we had at the bar was talking about um, clubs and stuff like that. It was actually around, the, almost around this time, too. Oh, this is, oh, shit, this is our anniversary, hey. Yeah, so it's kind of like, we talked about, we talked about talking about this. Yes. <laughs> and then I disappeared, and I'm sorry, like I said. I, Life happens. I, let me let let me let me just put a disclaimer out there. Just so you don't need you know. no disclaimer. It's it's life happens. That's a disclaimer. They don't even know what that life happens. Well, That's what yes, it is. Life happens. I kind of did a lot of soul searching, mm-hmm. and I realized that for myself, I was too invested in what was going on on social media what was happening you know out when i would go out okay like i realized it was something that really turned really bad for me okay 
I wasn't too happy about that. I wind up taking all apps off my phone. I wind up, you know, actually deleting my Facebook, mm-hmm. deleting my Instagram. Like it wasn't, oh, I'm going to deactivate it and then I'm going to come back. Like I literally went through the process of just deleting everything. Mm-hmm. And what I realized was in that time, it's gone for almost two months. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why I actually came back was because I felt better within myself to say, you know what? I've had enough time to not be on my phone. Mind you, my phone was lasting for days upon days because I wasn't using it so often. Mm -hmm. Like I was texting the people I, you know, my family, my friends, and you know, that's a small group of people for me. Um, it's not a big group, Mm -hmm. But it's a small group of people, and I was so happy. And then when I came back, I was like, you know what? This is my time now to actually see who I'm letting into my space when it comes to my online my online life. And and I want to say say first of all, congratulations to you because everybody. We I was talking to somebody about mental health. And mental health is so important. And now because of the world that we're in today, social media is a part of that mental health. It's so a part of, I got to be here. I got to. And, you know, with this coronavirus, I think that it is a good thing in in, in one part because you get to be around your family and see the most important things to you. And not having to say, I got to rush to the club. I got to hurry up and get to the bar before, before happy I was over. I got to see this person. You get to learn who you are with inside of yourself, what you're able to deal with, and the people who's around you. So that's the most important thing. So I think you started. It's a good thing. You know, life happens for a reason. The situation with your app started at that time that it happened, and it prepared you for what what hap- was happening what was now. Coming. What yeah. Was coming. What was coming. And now you're in it. You don't have to be like, oh, I got to go out on the app now. I got to do this now. You can sit, sit there and say, okay, I can put this down. I can relax. Well, you know what the funny thing was? Mm. When I had taken myself off of social media, I completely took myself out of the bar scene, too. too. Like, it was just work, come home, you know, do what I had to do around the house. If I had things that I had to do with family, I did everything what I did with my family, but Mm -hmm. I had completely let myself go from going out at one point Mm -hmm. because I was like, if I'm going to make this change with social media, I'm feeling the same way with going out. Mm -hmm. And I think this time is a reflection for everybody. Mm -hmm. They need to know that when there's a lot of people that are dealing with this in different ways. Mm -hmm. There's some people that are in relationships that they are now with their partner or with their family. And it's an everyday basis. We spend about 80% of our lives with our work family. Yes. Now you're not with your work family and you're with your real family. Mm -hmm. And this really is a test for everybody. It, It tests, you know, relationships, friendships, you know, marriages, you know, family you know who's who's contacting who you know who's you know in this pandemic i realized that you know i did have a lot of people that i care about and cared about Mm -hmm. but my phone says different 
my mm. phone says different when I, you know, see who contacts me, who keeps in touch, you know, um, that's how it is right now. And it's sad to say, but it's really showing who's actually there for you mm-hmm. in a time where everybody's going through it. Right. Yeah. Now. Because so, you, you're, so, you're so right about that. Cause a lot of people from the bars, I could probably, I probably named three of my bartenders who hit me up and be like, "Are you okay? Want to check on you?" Even if it's via message on on the gram or whatever social base, just checking to see if you're okay. And like me, I'm not good with timing, like because you know, I because of the job that I have, I have to go out all the time. But I make sure to. Sometimes, if I can't do this, I, you know what? I do a little at a time, a little at a time, you know? Same here. And that's, sometimes it's the little things that help. And we all need, need to learn that. But I told somebody, I said, I, I, listen, this cover thing, I could be at home. And I can do, um, I can make drinks in my house. I can do that. But I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm both an introvert and an extrovert. I can be around people. At a bar, and then I could be home. Well, I can be at a bar and not talk to anybody, and as zone everybody the hell out and have my own drink, and watch what's going on. You know what I mean? That's just yeah. has always been my personality, you know. So this covert, um, this C nineteen has been an interesting thing of of seeing what people are really about. Um, speaking of that, oh, I think your uh, your your mic is acting up. This thing is freezing. Yeah, you you went in and out. It's doing it's doing the same thing on your end too. Like it's freezing in and out. But don't don't worry. The people know we on Zoom. Yeah, it happens. If y'all don't understand Zoom, that's your problem. We are doing everything we have to with social distancing. <laughs> yeah. right now. We're practicing it, so just so everyone knows. Okay? Yeah, they know. Listen, they they know the technical difficulty. I ain't got to tell them. They asses now. Um, exactly. Because of the field you're in, has have you dealt with like you know working in the hospital field? Have you seen things and made you feel like oh my god? Or made you even more like empathetic to what's going on and change your views of a lot of things? Oh my god, uh, that is a statement in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sad, and I can't be so um, detailed of just course. because of the field that I'm in, but I will say this it is very hard. Mm-hmm. There is, you know, there's a lot of people that are dealing with this right now. There's a lot of, you know, families that aren't, you know, seeing their family members if it's a COVID patient or if it's, you know, a, a medical, you know, a doctor worker. or nurse mm-hmm. or MA that is seeing these patients every day and treating them. Mm-hmm. It is hard. It is, it's so hard to watch and it's almost like when you're in the, the whole, um, aspect of it, it's kind of like you have, you know, you have to take your precautions. Everybody does. Mm -hmm. And 
I think for me, it's hard for me to tell a family member that is, you know, having to go in for a checkup or uh, having to do something where they have to do testing that their family member can't be with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's something that I... I just, I feel for the people. I feel for, you know, anybody. With this, it actually shows that there were certain things that we weren't prepared for. Yeah. The U.S. was not prepared for this. And as of right now, currently, the issue that we're having with the hospitals now is that we're doing what we need to do to try to get ourselves back to capacity to not only help out COVID patients, patients that have dealt with riots. Yeah. Police brutality. Um, also with, you know, people that are going through day to day things with their health that are declining. So we're trying to get ourselves back on to a somewhat normal which it's not going to be normal for a very long time. A normal path of trying to run the hospital the way it needs to be to service the patients, Mm -hmm. anybody. So one of the issues we're dealing with right now is that because everything is in so high demand, you know, our PPE, which is our protective gear that we wear, we're running out of there's you know there's there's days that you know we don't know where the next part of it's coming Mm -hmm. because it's all back ordered until like november december shit (laughs) so it's it's a problem it's a major problem and you know i seen somebody the last time I was there and I I felt horrible for them and it was a woman wearing um you know what um the thing that you wear on your eyes when you go to sleep oh yeah yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about so a woman that came into our facility and she was wearing that on her nose mouth still you know she can still get exposed exactly and um you know, luckily we, even, you know, as a family, which we call it, mm-hmm. we make sure that we help people no matter what, even if it's taking from us. Mm-hmm. So I remember one of the women that was doing, you know, the screening because they have to screen everybody. Yeah. She gave the woman a mask and she said to her, please don't wear that out. Mm-hmm. Because you're 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 not protecting yourself, and the woman said, "Well, what do you expect? There's nothing else I can find." Mm-hmm. And that's something that you know, it's really who would have thought that you know, 2020 was the year of wearing masks, gloves, hand sanitizer. These businesses are probably doing phenomenal right now. Mm-hmm. And making money off of people and where, you know, the people that need it, the essential workers that, you know, are still working to this day, helping people, delivery services, restaurants, anybody, grocery stores, you know, hospital workers. This is, you know, even transit workers and all these people 
these are the people that are still, even though it's a pandemic and people are saying that you have to stay indoors and you can't go out anywhere, you need to be, you know, you need to be safe and you need to, you know, not be around people. They're the ones that are most around people on an everyday basis. And it's horrible to see that they don't have the stuff they need. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's and, crazy to me. And it, and it is. You know, maybe you can can help me a little bit. Well, not me, but people, for anybody who's listening. For me, I usually, like, I have a mask that I wear. And I make sure when I finish wearing that mask, I spray it down with Lysol. I put it on the side because I know that the covert stays on it for anywhere from an hour to two hours from wearing it. For somebody who has no supplies for masks, and they're in their house and they have to make uh-huh. Can I make a statement before? Oh, sure. I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off. No. Um, so what a lot of people don't realize, and this is something that's very scary. Mm-hmm. COVID could stay on surfaces for longer than just a couple of hours. Okay. It could stay on surfaces for, you know, almost up to 12 hours. Okay. Especially when it comes to, you know, clothing, you know, different things like that. That's something that people need to make sure that they're keeping themselves clean, protected. You know, um, the Lysol thing on the mask, that's, that's a good that's a good use of doing that. Mm-hmm. But also you have to see, too, a lot of people are steaming things. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, a clothes steamer because this thing also can't survive heat. Okay. The heat. So the thing is, if you, you know, if you steam something, that's good. Like I steam my uniform anytime I have to go in. I steam it when I'm, when I'm, you know, back home because I know that, you know, not only is it going into the laundry, but it may have something on there that will be on my laundry, no matter if it's there for a couple of hours or it's disappeared. Mm -hmm. People have to take precautions. So that's something that, you know, a lot of people don't understand. It's very rare and they've said it on the news already. It's very rare. And they've told us it's very rare for it to go from hand to hand contact. Okay. It's very rare you're more likely to get it on your shoes and track it into your house by your shoes Mm. than your hands. Okay. And what I do is, and my roommate does it because one, you know, my roommate is immune compromised. So is, you know, my family members, all, all, everybody except myself is immune compromised. Mm. And I have to take the precautions every day that I go into that hospital that I make sure that I am, completely sanitized head to toe okay because i'm putting them at risk so we sanitize the bottom of our shoes clean them down whatever we have to clean them with and then you bring them into the house there you don't walk into your house with them on got it safest thing and honestly it helps out a lot We've, you know, we've had two cases in my, I live in a, uh, uh, house that's been turned into an apartment. 
there's three apartments. I'm on the third floor. The first two floors, the mm. first and second floor, all quote quote. Me and my me and my roommate haven't. Okay. So that's something that you know you have to be aware about. But also that doesn't mean that you're going and throwing bleach on people because some people are throwing <laughs> any type of that they can because they're so afraid. Listen, I've seen people do some crazy ass shit. Like, oh God, you got the cover, and like it made people crazy at first. You'd be like, "Uh, lady, relax. It's not that serious." I know for me, um, when it came out, I, I, like I told the story before in one of my podcasts. I was like, "Listen, when it first came out, and I was on a train, I made sure to stand somewhere, whatever. Yeah, I wasn't really wearing a mask hardcore, but I was just very vigilant and used my common sense." Yeah. I say, then when it started getting bad, because I use transportation, and when it started getting really bad, or if I see people who's around me that's not wearing masks, throw that sucker on and make sure I try to stay a, a little bit as far as I can from them. Or if I'm sitting down, I just try to make sure to pay a lot of attention. You know what I mean? I mean, and I haven't, thank God, I haven't gotten anything because I've had, I have used precautions and. And and, and and try to make sure to be aware as much as I possibly can. But I'm not going crazy. I'm not. I'm not. Um, on a lighter note, if I'm a thought, I had this, I had this conversation of thought, thought, uh, thought situations. You know, when I had a thought situation, I think I did exactly... The, you have to be proud of me, though. I did exactly what I told that person, person what you told, told uh, me and my viewers. Your shoes at the door, your clothes at the door, come in here, put your mask on. Wait, put this mask on that I have in this house because you're going to throw it out and do what you need to do. And then you have to go to the door. Okay. <laughs> to I the cannot. door. Okay? You can't have no extra conversations. One of, the, like, one of, the, uh, one of my friends uh, that you actually uh, go on his live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it DJ, the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the door. Yes. What it is. That's, listen, listen when, when I heard him say the door when I first went on his live, and I said, I said that's what I say. The door. After we have sex, the door. No extra conversations. Oh my God. No extra conversations. Like, I, I, I actually spazzed out on somebody one day because they were supposed to go to the door, but they wanted to go to the bathroom. So I said, all right, go to the bathroom. You know, I'm not, I'm not that asshole. And then I smell Listerine. <laughs> I really. I have a good sense of nose, friend. I smelt the listerine, and I. This is my house. I, I'm gonna walk in that bathroom if I want. So I walk. In. Did you use my listerine? Yeah, I just. You just why? Get get out, get out, and I had to throw my good. It was a big bottle of listerine too. I had to throw that sucker out. Oh, what what God. what are you doing? Not only using Listerine and Covert 19, but also, I, I, maybe I want to spit in there. You want to use some my Listerine? What if that's what you were doing? <laughs> I can't. No. So I'm. See, o- I haven't done the hookup thing. I haven't done the hookup thing like that. As at this point, I know that I can if I want to. 
But the issue is because I work for a medical facility, I don't feel that I should be putting anybody at risk Mm -hmm. just in case. And on top of that, I'm already putting my family and my roommate, which I consider a brother to me, at risk as it is because I have to go in. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, I don't feel like I should be doing that. Hell, if I wanted to, I would. But I don't want to. And I don't think it's, for me, for my personal opinion, for myself, I I can't do that. It's almost like, you know, I feel like I'm... If I were to do that and I'm working in a, you know, facility... Of course. That basically I'm making the problem worse. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do that. I don't know if you've seen on online there was a party that happened. Oh yeah, in I think it was Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, it was. I think it was in Hell's Kitchen. Um, the guy threw a party. He had uh, there was nobody with masks on. There was people doing drugs, all different types of things, and, <laughs> and those were some. Cared, well, one of the guys cared about throughout the whole thing, and which he wind up getting called out for it later on too with something else, which uh, I'm mind blown. Is that basically he made a statement saying, "Yes, I had people over. You know, I was DJing that party, but I did not get head at that party. But you did everything else at that party. That's what, all what, he cared about. Was that he, he didn't that, that he party. didn't get head." At the party, that was the only thing he was worried about? The only thing he mentioned, and that's the only thing he worried about. Mind you, this was something that I seen that somebody had tagged his profile on their page. So mm-hmm. I didn't, I wasn't a friend of the person, but I seen it and I was like, are you kidding me? I think we all said it and said, are you kidding me? Because, yeah. like I said, of course I have my little thought, I have my two main regulars. The living area, I know the type of job they do, so I know that they're precautious and whatever. But this, 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 this situation that I I got into with the the Listerine was really like before COVID got like horrible in March. Was, yeah, but it doesn't matter. You know, First, you ask, you ask if it's okay to use something, and. If, if you do decide to be nice and say, hey, you know what? Yeah, you can use it, but let me give you a cup. Thank you. Or something like that. So I can, you know, so you can use it. Not put your mouth on something that. Thank you. Is something that's not yours. And on top of it being a, a, a sickness and a disease that we are dealing with right now, that it is about, you know, social distancing and not you know cleaning things and says why would you do that and think you're gonna get away with it too and and, and that puts you at risk and then i turn, turn around i looked no it didn't put me at risk because i threw that shit right the fuck out and threw his ass out with the listerine take this mm-hmm. and this how ghetto i i against that i am Take this Listerine bottle and put it in the garbage. You go right there and sit, put it in the center right there. I'm not playing with you. Because, again, like I said, people will probably say, well, you put yourself in that predicament. You are right. I did put myself in that predicament. But anybody who has fucking common sense would know, what, what, what are you doing? You wouldn't do, common sense people wouldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? And then after that situation happened, that was a learning experience after that. 
No newbies. No newbies. Just stick to my two people who are essential workers and know what I'm talking about and work from home and we we good. We good. Exactly. So on that note, since you just brought up the people Well, you know what? I was gonna start talking about um parties and, and stuff like that since we met in the bar and whatever, but you had brought something up. And since I started this um, conversation with a moment of silence for Mr. Floyd, and you brought this up about the hospital, about the a lot of people getting hurt at the riot, what is your opinion? Now, before I even say this, I've been on some people's lives, and this conversation has came up a lot. And um, for some people... I ain't got, you know, I can't show crochet. For some white people, this has been, those people are, those people are making a shame of themselves and a mockery. For some white people, it's been, I don't understand, I understand protests, but I don't understand the rioting. For some people, it's been very much, um, well, what do I do? And then for a lot of, a lot of people, um, especially white people, mostly white people, it's been, all lives matter. So, in your opinion, and just to have, just to fast forward, before I even say this, okay. fast forward real quick, one story I have to say, um, going back to Black Lives Matter, I'm on, I'm on, the, you know, being a thought, like I am, I had somebody that I was messing around with, or whatever the case is, that they was in an open relationship with their with their other husband, so the other husband knew about me. We turn around. I just happened to go on social media, and I'm saying, I'm, I'm, they had a picture, a flag of the Puerto Rican flag in the background, and different shades of Puerto Ricans holding their hand up. Black Lives Matter. So I, I put, that's right, Black Lives Matter. I said. For all my people, Black Lives Matter, keep the movement going. Boom. This one writes under my thing, um, lab dogs, labs matter. Yes, your face is the same way with my face. People, if you get that moment of silence, you know. So then I, I read it. So I'm like, are you like joking or like, are you like serious? So then I said, well, what do you mean by that? Oh, Blaz Lives Matter too. And, I, you know, all lives matter. It's not just about black people. I said, okay, first of all, let me check you real quick. I'm like, this is about black lives matter. Because do I see dogs getting killed by guns and police all the time? Do I see, is, you know, all lives matter. And it's true, all lives do matter. But at the end of the day, who do we see see the most oppressed and, and seeing getting killed every day in America? So he goes on to this whole rant. Oh, this and that and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, if you want to work hard, you can do you can work hard and, you know, you just oppress yourself. And, and then he said he said. You know, I don't say this man's name on my on my stuff, but then he said the orange man 
and I'm for the orange man because he helps my business. So I had to read him. I had to read him real quick. So I gave him a good read, and I was like, um, first of all, you only have a, a business because your man is the CEO of something. You married into wealth. You didn't have wealth when I met you. I said, second. So I said, secondly, you was a porn star, and your man got you out. Yeah. Your husband got you out of being a, a raw porn star. I say, and those benefits that um that the orange man took that Obama had put in, I said, you would have probably needed them if your man didn't take you out of it. So don't play with me. And now you're deleted. And the thing that you start to find about people is, especially with this, the orange man, is because it's, it's very selfish about... Oh, it's only my business. I'm worried about my... Just call him Cheeto. Yeah, Cheeto. Cheeto, Orange Man. Y'all know who I'm talking about if I say it. <laughs> so, it was, it, it was really frustrating to me. And this was a person that... He's, 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 he was from Israel. And he's here. And I'm like, this is a person... And, and his husband is Italian-American. And in my brain... And we had good conversation... We talked before, we had dinner before, met the husband, all that. My thing is, it makes a person wonder, especially with these rights where you're finding white supremacists do a lot of things. It makes somebody wonder, are you my friend because you're my friend? Or are you my friend just for the moment? It makes a person like me wonder. So when you see black people for many years think that someone's for them and then they flip mode it's like whoa so i wanted to get your um opinions on that especially you dealing with the riots coming t into your place of business hospital yes so my whole thing is and i'm gonna make this statement very clear mm -hmm. and i think a lot of people should hear this out it's not just black lives matter it's all black lives matter. Mm -hmm. And why I say that is because a lot of people aren't realizing that it's not just your average everyday, you know, African-American person. It's mm -hmm. your trans. It's, you know, you're, you're gay. It's your non-binary. It's everybody. Mm -hmm. And my feeling on it is that I feel that this is something that has been coming for a very long time. You know, there has been such pain that I've seen in the past few days with everybody that has been posting people's, you know, people that you thought you knew, you realize their true colors. And it's very sad to say. I honestly think that, you know, I seen a video, which I, I don't know if uh, with your podcast, if, if they're going to try to take it down just because it's been said. I don't care. You say what you want to say. No, but what I'm saying is um, I seen a video mm -hmm. a few days ago and it was around it was around the village area. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that video. I, where, did, I didn't see it. You could definitely have to send it to me, but please explain what happened. Well, if it hasn't been taken down already. Okay. That's the problem. Um, it was a peaceful protest. Um, the police had put up a barricade 
mm-hmm. in front of the protest that was coming. I, it was either up the block, I think. And what happened was um, two cop cars pulled up right next to each other um, and revved their engine and started to drive through people. Yes, I did see it. But I didn't know it was in a village. I did see it. It was around the village. It was like around like 14th Street, I think. Mm-hmm. I seen that video and I literally was floored because it was like you're you have these people, these these people that are literally trying to one make a point that things aren't equal right now and that things are unfair and that the government is corrupt. That, Mm. you know, the people that are supposed to protect us are corrupt and they're doing it peacefully and you feel because you've lost control, which you had no control, let's make that clear, Mm. And you showed you had no control from doing that. You tried to run people over. And just to add, just to add on to that, so I didn't know that that was unfortunate, but I did see that video. And on top of that, I got the audio from the police department. I heard the audio because there's a um, his name is anonymous. He's a hacker, and he hacks mm-hmm. the um. The radio sta- station of the I- NYPD, and yes. he's basically they said there's a crowd protesting. How should we proceed? They said run them the fuck over, and then the and they said don't say that on the radio. Yep. Don't say that online. Yep. It's it, it's really it's really hard to you know to realize that we're in a we're in a situation right now and yeah this is this is mainly i seen something i seen something that was posted and i thought it was perfect i thought it was like perfect the way that it was said it said um we said black lives matter mm-hmm. and then it said we didn't say just black lives matter mm-hmm. we realized that all life matters but right now Black lives, uh, all black lives matter because they're the ones that are treated uh, as, uh, uh, is not treated as an equal. Mm-hmm. So they were like, drop what you're saying and realize this is fact. Mm-hmm. And I think it's perfect in the way that it was presented because a lot of people are taking this. Like, oh, well, why is it, you know, you know, why are people talking about this and why does it matter? And all this other stuff, uh, all life should matter in a perfect world, which we're not in a perfect world. Mm-hmm. All life should matter. But all black lives matter is something bigger than anybody could handle mm-hmm. because it is raising you know how they say raising the veil yeah it's 
veil off of a lot of different things. A lot of people are coming out and you don't even realize who you think your friend is. And it's sad because you think that, you know, somebody's, you know, supporting you to a hundred percent and they're, you know, they're there and they're there for not, it's not even a cause. It's the life. That's what people need to understand. It's not about, oh, yeah, I'm trying to raise awareness to the cause. No, you're raising aware to people's lives. And especially right now, it's all black lives matter. Now, can I can I ask, because I know the people are like, well, who's who's this? What's your nationality? Believe it or not. I'm actually Italian and Irish. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, I felt that I need to say something. And this is not me trying to win brownie points or, you know, oh, you want a cookie? Here you go. Like that type of thing. I think that there's a lot of people that are just like me that feel that, you know what? I may have a different skin color. Mm-hmm. My roots may be different from yours but i still know what's right and what's wrong and to be honest with you what what all black lives matter has gone through anybody that has uh, it makes me it makes me upset it makes me enraged Mm -hmm. because i feel like you can't tell somebody what they've been through you can't walk into their, their shoes until you actually walk into their shoes and realize what has happened. This is something that's a long time coming, and it happened during a pandemic, mind you. Mm-hmm. I, and I want and, and I want everybody to know, know that one, you're an ally, and two, I, I I first of all I knew which nationality is because we talked before, but I wanted you to talk during this whole time. And then when it gets close to the end to say who you are, because there are allies out there that's for us. I don't want people to, because people do have this notion of, oh, all the white people, some people, not all, some real ignorant people, oh, white people going to kill us. And it's like, no, like we do have people who is for us and we do have people who's not for, for us. And you just have to weigh that out. And like you said, this Covert, this pandemic is, and the Amish man coming into to where he's at now has showed people's true colors, has showed yeah. people what they really are about. You know what I mean? So it's it, it it's really really something something to to see it. Um, you also within the gay community. Do you see that also that like that uh, break when it com- comes to well that's not my problem or or I'm just worried about my own gay community or whatever the case is. It's this is the this is the problem and people are now realizing it because we're in a pandemic mm-hmm. and everybody has their social media and their phone mm-hmm. that people are showing. The- their ass they're showing who they really are 
and it's sad because there were people that I thought were good people when I've seen them out on the street, people that have done, you know, different things, you know, in the community that I would have never, ever thought that they could have been, you know, not even an ally, uh, be, you know, be a racist and showing their true colors and it's horrifying to see it's like it's almost like it's a bad nightmare that you don't want to you know you don't want it to continue you want it to stop and you want to just wish it's a nightmare yeah i don't know how many people that i have gone on board already and deleted and blocked because i realized that when it came to something that actually mattered this is something that it's a real thing people need to wake the hell up and realize this is real this is reality and you need to know that this is no joke this isn't just people that are going and trying to make a ruckus just to make a ruckus it's not this is something that is a long time coming, as I've said, maybe, I think I feel like I'm a broken record. It's a long time coming for a very long time. And I will say this, I may not be on the front lines of, you know, you know, going and protesting, mm-hmm. but I will say this, and I hope everybody, you know, stands with this, is that if you feel you can't be out there and you can't protest, do something else give awareness give proper awareness though don't 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 give an unwanted opinion though mm-hmm. because i say this all the time and my roommate thinks it's shady as hell when i say it but i say opinions are like asses everyone has one yeah and when you could introduce me to somebody that doesn't have one then we'll talk but if you need, if you feel that you're not doing enough, you show, you, you give facts, you show awareness, and you show, you know, you show that you're there for mm. for your brothers, your sisters, you know, you're you're trans, you're non-binary. You show who you are, and you show that you're there to support. Don't do it for social media, and don't do it because you think that you. You know, you don't think that if you don't say anything, that it's a problem. The silence is death. The pro- silence, silence is the big thing, and silence could say a lot of different things about people. But there's a lot of people that are silent that they sometimes don't know what to say because they feel they have no place to say anything and what everyone needs to realize is that everyone has a voice but the thing is you need to be on the right side of it not on the wrong side and it's it's baffles me it really baffles me to see certain people that i've seen out that you know i've had on social media for years they're true showing and it's like are you kidding me mm-hmm. it's like you're making you're making a fool out of yourself if you're really trying to show that oh you just because you know maybe you're a, a personality online 
and you think who the hell you are and maybe you're good looking and maybe you have the perfect life that you're showing you, you, the you, main you, thing that shows up about everything is that you're putting on a facade mm-hmm and speaking of facades, I seen a um Instagram post uh where the girl comes out of the her BMW. She asks the guy who's drilling um who's boarding up uh, uh one of the businesses and she she says, "Can I hold the drill?" So she's holding the drill. Her man or her father, whoever it was, sugar daddy, I don't know taking the picture while she holds the drill and then she gets back in the car and she says this would be good for Instagram it's like oh okay this is the world we're living in now like you 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 pretend that you're doing something great and 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 people and like you said and 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 that's where I wanted to to push where when you said you got off of social media, you did this, it was a good detox for you. This is it something was. that you needed because you start realizing people's true colors. And, you know, yes, do I have Instagram? Yes. Am I on there 24-7? No. Am I posting every five minutes? No, I am not. And that's probably that's probably why, like, when, when I meet people, I only, you know, when I started Instagram... 2018 when I was on um, a vacation and I wanted to be cool with these people from out of the country and I couldn't give them my number and my friend was like no people don't give numbers they give Instagram so I was like oh I gotta make oh I gotta do this and make this Instagram shit and I did it and I made really good friends I'm still cool with in another country and those friends that I met in another country Surprise the hell out of me with this whole thing right now. Germany, Israel, France, England, promoting Black Lives Matter. So if they're in another country promoting Black Lives Matter, saying what Black Lives Matter is, and you, an American, are telling me, no, not Black Lives. No, no, no. What's going on? I remember when Beyonce turned around and did the Super Bowl and wore her black cap and said, and Giuliani, uh, uh, what was his name? Giuliani mm-hmm. and the orange man was basically saying, she's, she's worked the Black Panthers. Are you crazy? You have to, um... It's, it's really... <sighs> This is the problem, and this is this is the issue with people. It's they're so close-minded, and they wanna they wanna they wanna preach and believe in what they wanna believe in. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, there is a big issue in our country. Mm-hmm. There is a big issue in the U.S. around the world right now that we are dealing with that. We we had issues with, you know, women not being treated equally. They're still not treated equally. Yeah. When it comes to, you know, any ethnicity, Spanish, black, 
all the Asian, all these ethnicities. Do you realize that a lot of these companies, the reason why mm -hmm. they hire the way they hire is because they get grants. Yeah. And that's a problem. It's that it's not because of the person's talent, which it should be. And you have to have a certain amount you have to have a certain amount of black people or or Asian people or whatever to put inside of 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 um a job or an industry. Yeah, take and, money. And the funny thing was the Wayne's brothers, they hit those issues and said those issues that was on there before they happened to to go off the air. You know what I mean? And, and like I said, it's sad. I want people to, I, I'm hoping I'm saying this freaking thing right. I think it's 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 Berg or Berg. I I have to hit it to you. It's on Amazon and it talks about a, a, a actress, a white actress who was helping um the Black Panthers and get funding the money and whatever the case is. And how the FBI flipped it on her and almost drove her crazy. And then they pub it publicly was said the FBI was doing this and they and they was they, they was like if she didn't say what she wasn't was and being famous about saying it, you wouldn't have known that they was illegally listening in on her conversations and doing th things, making her like she's crazy. You know what I mean? I mean. Just because she was helping the black black pan panthers. See, it's this. This is a, this is America right now. Mm -hmm. Turning anything that they can to 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 redirect what they need because they don't want to show how corrupt they are. Yep. And 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 I, you know, I have to wrap this up, but I will come out and say, say this was a real pleasure. We definitely have to do this again. Definitely. We didn't hit the topic that we had to hit, but we're going to hit that next time. Um, and thank, and I want to thank you also for being an ally and saying the real, real, and not no sugarcoat cookie-cutter bullshit. And not to try to say shit to, to get fans or anything like that. Yeah, because you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm an ally, and I'll do whatever I can to help. Yes, yes, and we appreciate you so much. Everybody, this is Mr. Big Mouth, a.k.a. Dante, uh, and my bo and boy, Matt. Please safe out there in these streets and make sure, make sure, make sure that you don't let nobody in your bathroom drinking your Listerine because they might have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, this is Mr. Big Mouth out. Have a good day.